0: up, my queens. You are the beautiful, you are the beautiful black queen. You are the beautiful, you are the beautiful black queen. Mother of the earth, the essence of life, the mother of nations, nurturer of great generations.
1: Hi, I am Empress Sharon Eam Bringing the truth of our stolen history The mothership has landed She is your modern day Noah's Ark Bringing knowledge and understanding of your lost past Get ready for enlightenment with eyes can see You are the
0: beautiful Beautiful, presence of love, the beautiful, mother of the universe, beautiful. the beautiful. You're not what queen. they say,
1: the beautiful. You're not a female dog. Hi, everyone. Thank you again for attending another edition of Eyes Can See Broadcast here with your host Empress Aim Shadon Israel. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas everybody. And I hope everybody is having a good Christmas even though it is in shutdown mode. This is shutdown mode for us right now. Um uh, and and uh forgive me everybody. I'm uh trying to work something else out here where let's see okay now let's get this broadcast started okay so again welcome again to eyes can see broadcast and merry christmas everybody and i hope every day everybody's day is blessed um so today's broadcast is going to be about Santa Claus or Satan's Claus. And we're gonna hit on, you know, 2021. What is the Hebrew year saying for us to expect for what will happen in the year 2021? Things are looking very interesting here, you all. So let's start off with prayer. Thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus for blessing me with this platform that I am able to teach your children, Father, about their stolen history and lost identity, Father, that we will wake up in this thing called the spiritual awakening to our true identity as being out of place in the earth and out of place as a people, not knowing who we are truly as a people group. Thank you, Father, for this information coming forward as to who the transatlantic slave descendants truly are. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you that this message will bless all of those who hear it. In Jesus' name, amen. And let's go with Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. For the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. And as we find ourselves waking up in this spiritual awakening environment that we are living in, transatlantic slave Uh, descendants uh, we must recognize we are out of place as a people and just as the Middle East is out of place and things are turning up in the earth to point to what is really going on. So uh, let's turn our attention uh, to Nashville you all this morning. I pray for those who are in Nashville. I have family in Nashville and family I hope that you hear me. I hope that uh, you all are safe and that that explosion did not affect you all, you know, and, and all the rest of the people that are living in Nashville. What is really going on? That's why we have to investigate. What is the year 2021 looking like? you know, how's it looking for us, which is the Hebrew year 5781, you all. So we will get into that later on. But my prayers go up for those who are in the Nashville area and who have been affected by the explosion that happened there. So Santa Claus or Satan's clothes, y'all. What? What? What is really going on? You know, Uh, We must really begin to recondition ourselves to the truth of this world, everybody that we are spiritually awakening up to. When 2019 ended and 2020 came in, it came in with a change in the spirit realm. And things are really revealing themselves, you all. You know, uh, covers are being pulled back. And things are being shown to us that you know we didn't have any idea of or we couldn't make sense of or we could not have explained it you know better than what is you know being shown to us you know in these end times all the information that is coming out you know so let's take a look at these holidays we can research and we can you know google this information you know and find out What's really going on with these holidays, y'all? Where they originated from, what the true, you know, meaning really is behind them, you know, what they are tied to, are they tied to, you know, uh, the Bible, you know, Bible stories, you know, are they holidays from the Bible? Excuse me. And if they are, then are they associated, you know, with these pagan beliefs? And if they are, how, you know? So we must, you know, uh, learn to recondition our minds, y'all. So we must find a way, you know, that we can celebrate, you know, uh, what is right for us. You know, know, Jesus' birth, yes, that's something to celebrate. But this time of the year and tied to, you know, the principle of going out, spending your money and, and going into debt, no. That part was added. That part is man's doing, you know? So, hey, it's like you have a day we're supposed to celebrate for, you know, uh, the birth of Jesus, which what is that representing, the birth of Jesus? The birth of Jesus is representing you know, God sending Jesus to earth to redeem mankind from from our sins, from from being fallen. And now we're waking up to, he's redeemed the 12 tribes, which transplanted slave trade trade descendants. That's where we fit in it. Jesus went and redeemed us from what we're into right now. You know, and that still has to play out because... That is an ongoing story that we are characters of, you know. Uh, we were told that we were Negroes. So, you know, uh, 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 that assignment of us being Negroes, you know, entails a whole another thing that we're going to get into later. But let's stick with this topic of say, Satan's Clause and Santa Claus, y'all. You know, because I can go there, you know, anytime I mention something it'll take me there. So we're we going to stay focused um uh on what you know i want to make the point of this holiday being you know santa claus or satan's clothes so uh and then when i speak of god when i talk about god i want to call i will call god by his name you know his name is yahweh you all uh, that's the name that i will use because he desires a relationship with us he desires to be in relationship. He is a holy God. He has a name, too, just like we have names. You know, he has a name. You know, we call him God. That's his title. So I don't want to refer to him by his title. I want to refer to him by his name. And um, so uh, what is a clause? Let's break down what's a clause. A clause is a noun, y'all. Okay. Um a clause, uh, what I looked up, I'm going to take this meaning of what a clause is because this is the meaning that, you know, uh, uh, represents what I'm talking about, what I'm speaking about. It says it's a particular and separate article, stipulation, or proviso in a treaty, a bill, or a contract. You know, anything that Satan does, he wants to tie to a contract that binds us as a people, you know, binds us in this flesh you know, to the natural things of this world. So this is one of the natural things that we do, you know, we've been taught to do, you know, is to celebrate this time of the year called Christmas, you know. So uh, uh, a contract, uh, as I said, a clause, you know, in regards to a treaty, a bill, or a contract, uh, the similarities to this is a section, a paragraph, an article, a subsection, a note, an item, or a point is what a clause is. So these clauses are directives, you know, in our lives pertaining to this holiday, you know, called Christmas. Uh, it causes you to do something. It, the directive is buy toys for Christmas, buy gifts. You know, save up for Christmas. You know, all of these clauses cause us to fall into debt for one season of the year, you all. We must unlearn the way that we have learned some things. And yes, it's a fun time of the year. Yes, it's a time where, you know, it is about peace, love, joy, celebrating, getting together with family, you know, all of those things. That is the good part. That is the part that, that you know we should, you know, really celebrate, getting together with family and promoting peace and love and 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 you know all the good stuff, you know, and we should do this, you know, every day of the year, not just during holidays, you know. We're giving gifts to those who don't even deserve gifts. We know some of our children haven't been good all year long, but we still buy them. We put ourselves in debt to buy them these toys. And then the toys end up getting torn up. Okay, so, you know, uh, giving gifts and buying toys for this season of the year, it's like it is so overrated because when it boils down to things, you know, like COVID has struck us. OK, COVID has taken money out of a lot of, you know, uh, pockets of of working Americans because be, because of this plague, they can't go to work. Because of this plague, they can't, you know, uh, provide for their children. So now they have to break down this story of Santa Claus, you know, uh, 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 to the real thing. You know, Santa ain't coming this year, y'all. You got to know all along Santa was mama or daddy. You know, our uncle or auntie or grandma or granddaddy or whoever, you know, was providing the toys. You know, now you have to depend on handouts, a lot of people, because of the situation of where we find ourselves in this world, y'all. You know, what has struck the world? So, you know, breaking down Santa Claus, you know, and his what we were taught about what christmas is y'all we have to really tell our, our children the truth of the matter the santa claus is really not what the world has been promoting santa claus don't ride on no sleigh santa claus ain't got no reindeers and his nose don't light up that's your mama and your daddy and when times are hard, Santa can't come because the money is not there. This, com- this holiday has been so commercialized. And that is what really has taken the essence out of Christmas because then it is tied to what you have that is tied to haves and have nots. What I can do, you know, how I can keep up with what, you know, my neighbor is getting their children. Can I afford that for my children? You know, then it becomes competitive. Then it becomes about something else. You know, and that's what Christmas is not supposed to be about. It's not supposed to be about an environment of fierce competition. You know how you go to these stores and you're killing one another you know, to get the latest toys, or to get the biggest TV, or to get the best price on this, or the best—it's not even about all of that. But that's what Christmas has come to be known as, you know. And its is—it's it, based on being in a system of greed, y'all. Yo. You know, so it's not to detract from you know Jesus being born for you know uh uh you know for salvation. For us, you know, to be redeemed from the wickedness of this world, you know, where we couldn't have done it on our own. You know, this season is about him. So what are we to promote in this season? We're to promote, you know, uh, 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 unity. We're supposed to promote love. We're supposed to promote togetherness. We're supposed to promote, you know, things to bring us together. You know, uh, it's not supposed to be where, you know, I'm having the biggest dinner. I got this and I got that. You know, we're supposed to be our brother's keeper. You know, we're supposed to look out for one another. You know, that's what this is all boiling down to. Excuse me. We're supposed to be a village a village to look out for one another. That's what the season is about. That's what we're supposed to be about, you know, as a people 24 seven, 365 days of the year, y'all. Yo. You know, that's what all of this is boiling down to, you know, showing the heart of the matter. If we have a heart for one another, you know, And so especially during the season of loneliness, of Christmas, you can't get out and have that family dinner, you know, with your loved ones. You know, but, okay, getting back to these clauses, you know, the real reason for the season gets hidden with the pressure of buying toys and gifts. But the birth of Christ was to redeem man back to Yahweh. In celebrating the season, we are to exemplify the character of Jesus by treating one another with love, care, respect, concerning unity. If one eats, we all should eat. No one should be left out. Instead of feeding our passions to please humans in our own, you know, of our own circle, we must become our brother's keeper by becoming a village. We buy gifts. Uh, because it is expected of us to do these things, y'all. It's not because, you know, uh, you deserve to give, you know, the person we giving given it to deserved it. You know, it's it's out of being conditioned because this is that time of season and this is what we are taught to do, y'all. But the things get to be unfair. It gets to be, you know, it is it, it, not distributed e- evenly, you know. Because we are taught, you know, as, as, you know, Santa, the story of Santa goes, Santa really supposed to give gifts to good children and not to the bad children. But we see the bad children getting more gifts than the good children. And then we see the poor among us not really getting gifts at all, you know, uh, if they had not been able to depend, you know, on, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, a help they wouldn't have had a Christmas. So that's what it's supposed to be about, being our brother's keeper, y'all. You know, and not trying to boast, saying, I got this, I got that, I'm this, I'm that. It's not about a me thing, it's about a we thing, Our brother's keeper and becoming a village, you all. So, uh, As I said, you know, don't get me wrong. We are to buy gifts. We are to celebrate. We are to give acknowledgement to our loved ones through the milestones of their life. This is that thing I'm talking about, how we're supposed to, you know, uplift one another, how we're supposed to treat one another 365 days of the year, not just one day of the year you go broke, going into debt, you know, uh, You know, we're we're to celebrate the milestones of our lives. You know, we're to to celebrate birthday celebrations, graduations, achievements, promotions, you know, for being that awesome person, y'all. You know, we have people that we want to celebrate because they are some awesome people and they just, you know, bring light to people's lives, you know, whomever they touch. You know, we're to celebrate people and, and what they have done and how they add to our lives, you know? So we should not go into debt just one day of the year is the point that I am, you know, making about this time of the year and about how Santa Claus has us borrowing money to keep up with the Joneses and struggling to keep up with our bills, y'all. You know, this is not the way things should be. You know, we shouldn't break our necks to buy, you know, uh, uh, for one another, when you know uh we should be doing this all the time anyway i'm saying go going broke for one day so we must unlearn these ways even if it is beautiful a beautiful time and a magical time of the year y'all you know we have to unlearn some things you know uh it has enough magic to break your pockets you you know you know with what we are we're living in you know So the season of buying toys and gift-giving is not kind this year to families who have lost their jobs and their homes and are in a position due to no fault of their own, y'all, because, you know, a large majority are out of work because of COVID. You know, the unemployment you know, it, it, this pandemic has has struck a lot of people and has caused them to be unemployed. So, you know, uh, just like tomorrow, December 26th, the CARES Act, the unemployment benefit runs out for a lot of people, and they can't go and reclaim these benefits because they don't qualify everybody. So that's where it comes to us, you know, reinventing ourselves, you know, uh, uh, when we find ourselves in these hard places, you know, we have to depend on God and, you know, we have to depend on the gifts that God put down inside of each and every one of us to come through this thing. You know, Yahweh put a gift inside of us. He says stir up the gifts within you all. So reinventing yourself. You know, there's some gifts that's inside of you where, you know, you can turn this thing around for yourself and for your family. Okay, so even though things are looking the way that they are looking, there's still hope at the end, you know, of the tunnel. There's still hope, you know, uh, uh, when we get through COVID, y'all. You know, we just have to look up and, and know that we're coming out of this and that we're coming out of this, you know, hope. You know, so don't y'all worry that spiritual help is on the way. You know, this is God's world and he is about to show up and show out. And along with this season, y'all, you know, um, I have two reports that I pulled up with what to expect for 2021, you all. So um, with 2021, I got this report called Uh This report was written August, uh, August, no, September. September 1st of 2020. It says the year 5781 again. Okay, it says the year of Shin, which, Shin, which means teeth. It is a Hebrew alphabet, you all. It says this represents... It it is represented by devouring or destroying, as in knowing of something with teeth, you know, like a knowing with teeth. It is the 21st letter of the Hebrew alphabet. It is shaped like a W in Paleo-Hebrew. And it is very familiar looking like a a, a double M wave of a 5G frequency or the sign of Aquarius. You know how that that wave looks, y'all. And it says, remember, everything is connected, whether it is inverted by Lucifer or created by God. As, it, as I've said before, God uses all things together for the good of those who love him. You know, he, all thing, he uses all things for our good, y'all. So anyway, it says uh, this sheen, spell S-I-N, but it's it's pronounced S-I-N h-e-e-n shen shen is writ- written in the landscape of jerusalem y'all you know uh it says that god tells us that he has written his name not only on jerusalem but on our hearts you know he's written it on our hearts but he's written it on jerusalem y'all so on the landscape of jerusalem you can see the letter shen y'all so it says shen, shen without a dot often corresponds to the Latin letter X, and X has always been ident- identified with, X marks the spot. So as I said, you can see, you know, uh, on the landscape of Jerusalem that there is the Hebrew letter Shen, okay? And it is said, another Shen connection to this year what is going on with the red heifer it says that the red heifer is the physical manifestation of a combination of the abomination of desolation so it says ironically both of these words start with shin or teeth so or the abomination of desolation both starts with shin representing teeth destroying something so that is what this Hebrew year 5781 is to represent you all. It's in connection with, okay? So this report says that um, it wants to point out a lot of different Hebrew translations say idol in place of abomination. And what is this red heifer to them? Their modern golden calf. Remember the apis golden calf first and then there was need of purification through the ashes of the red heifer. So it says the apis golden calf came first, and then there was a need of purification through the ashes of the red heifer. So we find some strange things going on this year in the year of a of Hebrew year 5781. The first of the year starts on September 18th, 2020, everyone, they say. And the red heifer is now two. There are now two of them. Uh, We wait and see when they will offer this whole burnt offering sacrifice on the Mount of Olives. So they they have two red heifers, y'all, you know, corresponding to the end time prophecies of when, you know, uh, that points to Jesus coming back. You know that there's a red heifer that must be a sacrifice, you know, all these things must be in place, you know, uh, uh, for the end times, you know, to usher in the end of this this kingdom that we're living in, you all. So everything is lining up. So it says that there's something else interesting. It says, um, ha-shin, shahat uh, ha the shin hour, is the last possible moment For any action, usually military, corresponds to the English expression, the 11th hour. Now, 11 is representing chaos and is actually found in Daniel 12, chapter 11, verse, but is hidden in the Greek. So look at where we are in these end times. Look at how, you know, the White House is in chaos. This president do not want to let go of the office of president. And. Iran is, has come against America, you know, warning America she's gonna strike out at us. Then we have the Russian choir singing a song saying that they're gonna attack America. You know, China is not one of our best friends. So and, and then you have Kim Jong Un and, you know, doing his thing. Come on, y'all. Let's see what is going on in the world. I don't mean to be a, 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 a bearer of bad news. All I want us to do is open our eyes and let's look at where we are on the landscape of you know our lives. Let's look at where we are, where we are in you know the landscape of things in reality in our actual world that we are living in. So we can know what time it is. So we can have our eyes on. So we can see what is coming, you all. So this is already saying that this is an action that usually that means military we can see what is going on we can see what's going on in america you know with the president we see that there was an attack you know even in nashville this morning on christmas praise the lord that the plague is here and that a lot of people are not at work in a lot of those buildings and that it is a holiday that a lot of people are not at work in those buildings. So praise God, you know, that as many people that could have been hurt are not hurt. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. So in the Greek, as this report keeps saying, where it mentions daily, it it is translated as perpetual, as in something that was continuing and never stopped. But this word is hen. And forgive me, my Hebrew brothers and sisters, if I am not pronouncing these, these words right. I am just coming into this knowledge, so I'm not getting all these pronunciations right. So forgive me. I know at the required time, at the appointed time, those of us who don't know our language will know our language because Yahweh will make sure that we know our language he will give us a new tongue you all so forgive me if i am messing up these names so it comes from hideka uh it literally means the 11th the shin hour is the 11th hour and it's the last moment so uh let's look at where we are on the landscape of things you all uh, with this transference of you know, uh, the presidency from Biden to Trump. Such a sour loser. Wow. Now, when Shin is translated into Greek, into the Greek alphabet, it is the Sigma. And the 18th letter. 18 is 666. Sigma looks like a backwards E and a sideways W. The Madaba map a 6th century mosaic of Jerusalem I mean of uh yes of Jerusalem even looks like it was the shin or sigma on the geograph on the geography of it so as i said you can draw the lines the intersecting lines on the modern day map of Jerusalem y'all it says the 6th sixth, sixth century mosaic mosaic of, of Jerusalem you could draw the lines on it and even Even in in, in modern day, you should be able to still draw those connecting lines to make the 21st letter of the Hebrew alphabet on the the land map of Jerusalem, you all. You can actually do that yourself, okay? Print out a picture and just draw the lines, okay? So stigma, uppercase, lowercase, uh, it has characters, is a sign that was used in the Greek alphabet for the combination for the combination of the two letters, sigma and ta. Ta was also considered a mark and the sign of the cross. Stigma is used in the mark of the beast, representing six. Stigma is a sign that was used in the Greek alphabet for the combination of the two letters, sigma and ta. Okay, so uh, the this, uh, this second report I get I mean, I got, you know, um, pretty much says a lot of what this report, the first report says. Okay, so the first report, the second report says what 2021 means. So I say, Sharon says that it is a year of war. That's what I see coming. I see war coming. So let's review the political landscape. Let us look what is on the horizon as i said
0: iran iran
1: along with Iran for um their uh uh um uh, the assassination of their um, um the their other leader of nuclear their nuclear science leader is what i'm trying to say here so um, there are tensions within our own country you know between the races again thanks to donald trump who has stirred you know these differences up you know that's that's one of the things that satan does he stirs up the differences between the races you know so the new year and the hebrew calendar um the hebrew calendar Seven, uh, 5781 that corresponds to our new year 2021 through the Gregorian calendar you all this um, article is from tribes okay it says prophetic word jewish hebrew new year 5781 and 2021 so 2021 Shin is the 21st letter in the Hebrew alphabet, which the other report says. The Shin comprises of three vertical lines representing three columns. The letter itself looks like a crown, but it represents teeth. In scripture, 21 symbolizes wickedness and rebellion in sin. So we see this in the White House. Wickedness and rebellion to what the Constitution says wickedness and rebellion to, you know, uh, killing a certain people, you know, in the land, a wickedness and rebellion, you know, uh, 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 to the laws that they are upholding, you know, in the land. All of this is going on in America and in our laws and in even, you know, um, politically, and uh in other areas you know so 2021 shin is the 21st letter of the hebrew like i said it looks like a crown and it represents teeth uh 21 symbolizes wickedness and rebellion and sin ironically uh it is the sixth year entering a seventh year it says jewish cycle but we know it's a hebrew cycle because this is hebrew it's not jewish Jewish was something that was adopted later, and you can find that, you know, uh, in 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 recorded history. Do some research; you will find that there. Jewish only came about in 1947, 1948. Before then, it was all Hebrew. You all, okay. So Shin paints a prophetic picture of Jerusalem and the return of Christ. The three valleys that run. Uh, around uh, Jerusalem with the one running through Jerusalem are the Valley of Jehoshaphat, also called the Kidron Valley, which runs east of Jerusalem. Uh, the Valley of Henan runs around the other side of Jerusalem. Some identify with the Valley of Shave, and the Valley of Tyropoem, which runs through the eastern side of Jerusalem. Uh, Jesus will return on the Mount of Olives, which is also to the east of Jerusalem, where he does, when he does, the Mount will divide north and south through a natural fault line. Zechariah has no knowledge of when he wrote this passage in Zechariah 14, 3 through 5. So the 21st Hebrew alphabet letter is the letter shin, which means T, the numeric number It has a numerical number of 300. This is very significant and will reveal and and will be revealed later uh, in this article. Uh, 5781 will be a continuation of 5780, the year of pay, which means the mouth, you all. We see Donald Trump saying some daring and bodacious things out of his mouth. We have more information of the 12 tribes of Israel uh, having been, been, you know, uh, we have more information about, we have more information about the 12 tribes of Israel, you know, uh, coming out of, uh, 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 coming out more rapidly, you know, within the last 10 years, you know, we've had their pictures to come up of who these nations, you know, really look like. You know, the, the the museum has been brought to us. That has been brought to us, you know, a, a long time ago. But we are just gaining knowledge that these museums, you know, Oriental, you know, our institutes of, of, of Oriental Arts, you know, a museum which hosts our, you know, uh, descendants, you know, uh, from the Middle East of the so-called Middle East is showing, you know, uh, uh, Who these, these people are. So all of this information and knowledge is coming forth now. You know, it's really being made available, you know, of what is really going on in the earth. Everything is not what it seems to be. Everything is not what we're used to, you know, what we have been taught, you know. A newness of time is coming and it is revealing some things you all. So that's what Shin, you know, this letter, the 21st letter of the Hebrew alphabet is showing us in this time period, everyone. Okay. So uh, Shin also means um, that, okay, it's a continuation of the last year leading into a new season. Shin literally means teeth press, sharp, change, uh, and shin also stands for the Hebrew name of God, which means Shaddai, okay? Uh, uh, yes, so that means the, God, the judgment of God. So, you know, uh, teeth, this sounds like war to me, where persecution will be intense. And it is now, you know, intense with the killing of black men, and our people, you all, in America. Uh, again, we are currently in the sixth year, like like I, I said before, of a seventh year Shemitah uh, cycle. Where the seventh year is holy to the Lord. The Sabbath year, you all. So this is also called uh, sabbatical year. Uh, just in the seventh year a- agricultural cycle, you all. You know, that's, that's what these run by, too. So, again, this says uh, two things, this report says. Uh, there will be a rampant presence of sin and lawlessness, including persecution of the church. Mm. I have to differ with this statement, you all, because, yes, I agree with there will be a rampant uh, presence of sin and lawlessness we see that and we see it even coming out of the white house sin and lawlessness you all where people are putting their livelihoods on the line you have attorneys lawyers you know just like uh uh this this this, this lawyer sydney uh, uh whatever her name is how you know she put is putting her career on the line and standing for you know uh uh things that are lies Things that can't even be proven. Instead of standing with what what, what can be proven, you know, standing with the truth of the thing, she's standing with lies. And also other people who are putting their livelihoods, you know, things that they have worked for. They went to school, law school, they're, you know, uh, even doctors, you know, whatever their professions are. They're putting all these things on the line to stand for lies you all, to uphold what is wrong, Uh, the election, you know, how it was done, how it was the safest and most fair election of all times, vote by mail. When has that ever been anything, you know, uh, that they can go against and say something is wrong with that process? Because the same number of votes you sent out are accounted for. When you receive those same numbers back, you know, you got, you know, what was sent out. How can that be any cheating with that? So the process that was used, you know, the president wants to say, oh, I got cheated, I got cheated, I got cheated. And then you have all these people who are putting their livelihoods on the line to stay, stand for what is wrong. That is a presence of sin and lawlessness, including persecution. And they say, of oh, the church, y'all, how? what what In America, I see mega churches, I see these pastors running around like gods. I see uh, uh, these pastors really, you know, going traveling from, from from country to country, spreading the good news of the gospel. I see, I don't see them being killed. I don't see white men and white women dying, you know, uh, being persecuted because they are the church in America. When is this happening? When has this happened? When have people been killed white men and white women who are standing up for righteousness who are standing up in the church when have they been killed for righteousness i don't understand that i don't understand that the church is being persecuted now the church was persecuted back in the middle ages back in the dark ages you know the church yes People were dying at the stake. They were being hung. They were being persecuted. They were being taken, t- taken and imprisoned. Uh, 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 they were being burned at the stake. They, a lot of things happened to the Christians back in that time who were known to be in the way. You know, uh, 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 there are scriptures. You know. Uh, um, that show us, you know, that, that Jesus had a following, and and who who were known to be in what was called the way. You know and and if you follow the way, you know, then you are persecuted as a Christian, you know, you were the one being killed at that time. y'all, do some research and know you know what this is all about, how Constantine you know got the sign of the cross and then things were changed, y'all. So, you have to know, you know, what all of this is about and how to put all of this into perspective, y'all. John 14 and 6 tells us about, you know, how uh, Jesus had a following and, and they were called, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. And his followers were known to be in the way. They followed the way. Whoever the way went, that's where they went. So this is about, you know, those who followed the way at that time. They were the ones who were persecuted during the Middle Ages, during the Dark Ages, y'all, when the black kings were uh, 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 displaced, when, when, when power, you know, was taken from them and it transferred into what we see now today, everybody. So we must know what this is all about that is being revealed what where there's lawlessness and sin you know even in the highest office of the land and the church is not being persecuted not in america but we do know that black america is being persecuted that we are being killed without a cause we do know that uh, 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 they do represent those hebrew children we do know that they do represent the children of israel y'all if we read the bible and we do some associations and and we see what the scriptures say and how they line up accordingly then we can find out you know who those 12 tribes are because the church we know who the church is you know i'm a member of the church because i came into the way i followed the way i followed jesus because he is the way uh y'all we know who the church is the church is in the earth the church is made known uh jesus said that this word will be spread to the four corners of the earth that he can't come back until the the word of god is spread to the four corners of the earth that is what has been going on so we do know who the church is y'all so can answer this for me how's the church being persecuted in this day and age y'all let's do some associations let's take the blinders off this thing now we can find that the church is the bride of jesus the church is the bride of christ the church is the church will be saved just like The 12 tribes names are written on the gates of pearl in the new kingdom called the kingdom of righteousness in the holy city of jerusalem our names are already written on the pearl of gates the gates of pearl y'all just like the bride is already established those who believe in jesus who follow jesus who accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, we know who the church is, y'all. So please don't get me wrong, y'all. I am not talking about the church, y'all. I am talking about a people group in the earth who have been set aside, who have been given a name, who have been identified as a group of people called Negroes. You need to know that this is what is being revealed in the earth. But let me get back to this report, y'all. I was saying about the lawlessness and the sins, you know, that that and the persecution of the church, and I was not agreeing that the church is being persecuted. So I was telling you who was being persecuted, you know, uh, uh, th- though this report reads, you know. So I do see the church sitting by quietly and not standing up for our atrocity, you know, here in America. And uh it says the result will lead to revival. So the way I see that revival will break out is when we are revealed and, and the world realizes that we are Yahweh's children, the children, the Hebrew children, that we have been the children all along who have been mistreated and abused, and the world will be afraid. They will be afraid because they do believe in God. And they will, they will, they they will repent, you know, because of what they have done. That's how I see that revival will break out, according to this report. So it says there are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. Each one has a specific meaning and a numerical number attached to it. I want to discuss the incredible 21st letter, Shin. It is in the same form in Hebrew and their Aramaic Syriac a text used in both the old and new testaments daniel one through six chapters it is an example of this is an example of this and is somewhat and some of what jesus said in aramaic the valley of sheba is the first landmark mentioned from a map of ancient jerusalem however this valley exact location remains a mystery as does the identity of Mechizedek, the king of Salem at this time. This is where he met Abraham. Abraham gave a tenth of his belongings to Mechizedek as a tithe offering. This is also known as the Valley of of Death of Gehenna, Gehenna in Hebrew. And that's where uh, Judah did child sacrifice and practices. So it, it tells you that the these valleys converge, you know, with the spring of living water from under the throne, as discussed in Ezekiel, flowing from the Dead Sea. So, in the millennial reign, the Dead Sea will become a fresh water sea, and fish will abound in it. The three valleys that comprise of the city of Jerusalem, geograph, geographically, uh, the Valley of Ben Hinnom. The uh, Trio Poem Valley and the Kidron or Jehoshaphat Valley. So all of this is, is about the Mount of Olives where Christ returns, the second event, where his foot is set on it. And it will divide north and south, and you can find that in Zechariah 14 and 4, creating a huge valley in which the battle of Armageddon will be fought. So the word fought here, he says, gives the wrong impression, because it will be a one-sided battle, y'all. Shin Shaddai will destroy the two hundred million man army with his tongue and spoken word. And we are in the same image because in our bellies flow a living of flow a river of living waters that comes up through our mouths like a spiritual sword. So we also have a sword for such a time as this. So interestingly he says The number 21 is the sixth triangular number. The triangular pattern coincides with the pattern of six, which biblically not only represents man, as man was created on the sixth day, but also sin, as the number and name of the beast is 666. Uh, The meaning of numbers, the number 21. 21 symbolizes the great wickedness of rebellion and sin. After the children of Israel left the Egyptian bondage, they had 21 major rebellious events as as they traveled and wandered in the wilderness. And the number 13, which symbolizes depravity and sinfulness, and 21 are closely related. The meaning of 21 in the Bible is now growth of 13. Adding 13, sinfulness, and eight symbolizing a new beginning gives us 21. And 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 or a number that represents the beginning, a new level or effort that is sinful and disobedient against God. So he says a side note don't don't um Okay, no, I said this is a side note that don't we see this operating in the present White House administration, y'all. You know, a bunch of confusion and 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 lawlessness and wickedness from the highest office in the land. So on the last day of God's seven-day spring festival, the 21st month of Nisan, the Eternal carried out his last judgment against the Egyptians. He drowned Pharaoh and his entire army in the Red Sea as they were pursuing the Israelites in order to make them slaves again. Wow, isn't this interesting? The Egyptians were pursuing the Israelites to make them slaves again. Check that out, y'all. Isn't that what this president said? He wanted to take us backwards to 400 years, (laughs) y'all. He wanted to take us backwards 400 years to the beginning of when we were brought here, y'all. He wanted to go backwards 400 years. Isn't that interesting that this article would say the Egyptians were pursuing the Israelites to make them slaves again? Put your eyes on. Get your spiritual eyes on, y'all. So y'all can really see what is truly happening here. Who are the only people being persecuted during this time? You all, that will give you the answers of who the true Hebrew children are and where the 12 tribes are, you all. So the last day of God's annual uh, uh, Fall Feast of Tabernacles, which occurs every year on the 21st day of the seventh Hebrew month pictures the end of christ's one thousand year reign on earth when the devil will be loose out of prison for a short time so satan's very attack along with his demons is to lead people into war and rebellion against all that is holy after a short period of time god executes his final joy- judgment against the satanic force by consuming them in fire that's revelations 20 and 10 appearances of the number 21 so on top one of the top 10 shortest books in god's word is Obadiah, has only one chapter with 21 verses out of the 21 i mean out of 27 new testament books 21 of them are epistles the book of hebrew contains material from 21 old testament books the word frankincense, frankincense Occurs 21 times in scripture. Excuse me. As well as the phrase, the father. Excuse me. The name James the Great and James the Less also shows up 21 times. The book of 1 Kings and 2 Kings make a total of 21 references to the sins of Jeroboam the king of Israel and the northern tribes of Israel after their split with Judah these references were used to show how Israel continued to disobey God even <clears throat> though he gave them plenty of time to repent but check this out y'all but today we are repentant see the wrong eyes are looking at the eyes of the people are looking at the wrong people calling them jews and jewish this started off hebrew it was not judaism was not judaical it was not anything with jews y'all mordecai changed our name in the book of esther because of the timing the period of the timing of things where the jews were about to be eradicated from the face of the earth so mordecai changed the children of hebrew their names to Jew, you know, to be in jews <clears throat> and so this was not a jewish book it was not anything to do with jewish y'all it only became that uh uh so this thing is coming full force it's coming full uh it's coming back around 390 degrees where well, we will all see what has really happened y'all okay <clears throat> So, in 2 Timothy, uh, how, is tw- uh, 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 the 21, how is the number 21 related to sin? In 2 Timothy 3, the Apostle Paul writes of 21 sins, of, uh, which shows the exceeding wickedness of self and sin. He begins the chapter with warnings and then starts his list with the words, but, this, but know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. So it says, for all men will be, you know, selfishly love themselves, love money, bread quite a bit, be proud of themselves, blaspheme, disregard, disobey their parents, not be thankful for what they have, reject being holy, will not have natural affection, uncom- uncompromising, falsely accuse others, lack any self-control, will be fierce, hate anyone who does good, betrays others, will act Hard-headed, will have exalted, selfish views. Will will be exalted, uh, selfish views. Love pleasure, reject loving God, and will have a look of being godly. But on the inside, they will deny the power of. You can find all that in 2 Timothy, three one through four, and that is the position of what the church looks like right now in the earth. The church. Are, are made up of people with these characters, with these character traits. And we are not exemplifying the power. We are not showing, we are not demonstrating the power of God, you know, by speaking the word, by doing the word, by being the church and doing the work. Only will we bring power back to the church when we stand in our position and do the work as the church. You all. So it says Paul's ultimate device, advice to Timothy, after listing all these things above uh, uh, that are called sin, is to turn away from all of them. So um, again, what is the Ruach Kadesh uh, 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 presence in the earth? What is he here to do? Uh, what is the spirit of God here to do in the earth? So this power is here to comfort us, to lead us, to teach us, to guide us, to direct us into all things of Yahweh. It is to keep us and to protect us, y'all, you know, uh, with a blood covering. It is to uphold Yahweh's word and to bring it into fruition from the spirit realm to manifest in in this natural realm. So we are kept by Yahweh's spirit. When we leave and go to the wilderness of nations, the Holy Spirit will be will leave with us. It's going with us, y'all. It's not going to be in the earth, y'all, because it's going to be a time for more wickedness and lawlessness to abound. But Yahweh's children have to be moved out of the way. And this is the time that it is talking about, and that is what the Ruach Kadesh is here for, Yahweh's Holy Spirit. Just as he was physically among, just as God was physically, Yahweh was physically among His children back in the day, you know, uh, before we left the land, and 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 uh, uh, in the times when He brought us up out of, you know, the first uh, uh, exodus uh, during the first Egyptian captivity. You know how how Yahweh came, and He He was among His people with the uh, uh, second uh, 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 cap- captivity, y'all. You know, when he sent Moses to bring his children out of captivity. You know, he started dwelling among his people when he brought his people out of that captivity into the wilderness. Y'all, you know, that's what Yahweh is coming back to do again. He's about to come back and be among his people, you all. That's what things are being set up for. That's why it is looking like the twilight zone in the time period that we are living in now. All of this is coming, you know, it is it is wrapping itself up into, you know, it's, it's coming into a head of things. You know, it's forming itself into a head. And this head is about to explode you all. So we are right where we should be in the timing of things you all so as we keep our spiritual eyes on and we see what is happening and what is coming then we will know you know what is affecting the earth because the end times are about the 12 tribes being restored you all this is all about something that was done to this earth that the covers are being pulled back that is being revealed you all and we are in the middle of it all so please let I want to let you all know I am not talking about the church. The church is already in there. There is something happening where in the church it is said of the evangelical uh, 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 have put out of the replacement theory. the p- replacement theory could not be true for the simple fact. The church cannot replace Israel. And Romans 11 will tell you that that scripture is there, you all. The end times are about the 12, the restoration of the 12 tribes. And also, I want to ask, you know, uh, transatlantic slave descendants, I want to ask you this Does it even matter the way that you were taken out of your land and brought into this land? 400 years ago does it even matter that you were stripped of your not uh, uh, of your identity and the language that you spoke does it even matter do you think god even care do you think that you that you should even care do you think it even matters that you know your true identity or do you want to just stick with what you know you were brought into called being called negroes it is so proven in the Bible that you're not a Negro. It is so proven in the Bible that you are sham. So that's what this is all about, you all. So again, I want to say, how is the church being persecuted? Nobody's being persecuted in America and even around the world, even in Europe. You have black people being, being persecuted. All around the world, what colonization has touched? Black people have been persecuted, you all. And the only reason why I'm talking about black people being persecuted is because we're the only people out of place in the earth. We're the only people who have been stripped of our language and of our identity. That should count for something. I am not talking about we are replacing the bride. I did not say that at all. What I said is you should be concerned that you were a people brought here 400 years ago and that you were stripped of your name and your identity. And you should want to know what it is that you were stripped of. Because how do you know where you are going if you don't even know where you came from? Your story is written in the Bible. And it is time for us to all wake up to what our story truly is. And we are who Yahweh says we are. Let us all wake up to our true identity that is what my assignment is and so i'm going to leave you with this message you you all that we are overcomers that those of us who are in the church we already have a sword it is in our mouths we have the power to overtake what is going on in our present scenario we have the power in our mouths so we need to know who we are and we need to know whose we are because Jesus already went to the cross, you know, uh, 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 and, 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 and defeated Satan. And he's hung all of those things, sin, sickness, death, and the sting of the grave, as well as Jacob's captivity in these end times. He nailed all that to the cross. Now, you know, so we have power. You know that made Satan a defeated foe. Satan is under our feet. We have power over Satan and his kingdom in these end times. Yahweh left us 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 to pursue, overtake, and recover all. We are to claim dominion over all that Adam lost, that 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 Satan took from 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 Adam. Jesus already redeemed that. He already gave us back the keys, y'all, so now we have the the authority to, to take dominion. It is within our mouth. Let's know who we are and stand up, church and transatlantic slave descendants and black indigenous Indians. Okay, because we are all a part of the same family of what is next to happen in the earth. So we have come to the end of another broadcast of Eyes Can See podcast. Uh, Please share this live video. Make it go viral for all to see. So that Isaiah 10 and 20, which says that we all will stop trusting on those that struck us down and shall trust upon the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel in truth y'all so until next week Merry Christmas y'all Happy New Year and Judah and Israel it's soon time to go home y'all Via the second Exodus that's what's waiting next for us so let us all prepare with Yahweh's word and because Yahweh's word it will fulfill itself in our lives so until next week bye for now y'all peace and blessings